Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim In the name of Allah, the most beneficent, the most merciful The Islamic Propagation Office at Rabwa www.islamhouse.com Is pleased to present to you this lecture وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد شاد فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كلام الله وخير الحديث محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها فإن كل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار وإنما توعدون لآت وما أنتم بمعجزين Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his the only one worthy of praise I seek his help, his guidance and his forgiveness I believe in him and I trust him I seek refuge on Almighty Allah from the evil of our passion Indeed, whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala guide him to al-Islam, no one can mislead him after Allah. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala put him astray, no one can guide him after Allah. I testify openly that there is no deity worthy of worship except Allah Rabbil Alameen. And I testify that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his messenger and the seal of all the prophets. O Muslim, you must know that the best speech is the speech of Almighty Allah, which is the Quran. The best guidance is the course of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, which is his sunnah. The worst of all affairs is innovation and addition to the religion of Islam. Indeed, every addition to the religion of Islam will lead to hellfire. I adjure you as well as myself to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of your ability. Fear Allah and don't die unless you are Muslim. After this, I greet you all with the greeting of Islam. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. May the peace and the blessing of Almighty Allah be with you all. My pleasure to welcome you all for continuation of our series concerning explanation of Kitab Riyadh al-Salihin. The book Riyadh al-Salihin by Imam al-Nawawi, rahmatullahi alayhi. The explanation by Sheikh Muhammad bin Salih al-Uthaymin, rahmatullahi alayhi. The reading and the translation is by the slave servant of Allah, Muhammad Sayyid Adli. May Allah forgive him for his shortcoming and his poor translation. And today, insha'Allah, we have a new chapter, which is chapter 194, volume number 2, page number 855, والأمر بإتمام الصفوف الأول وتسويتها والتراث فيها This chapter concerning the excellency of standing in the first row in Salah عن جابر ابن سمرة رضي الله عنهما قال خرج علينا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم فقال ألا تصفون كما تصف الملائكة عند ربها 
فقلنا يا رسول الله وكيف تصف الملائكة عند ربها قال يتمون الصف الأول ويتراسون في الصف رواه مسلم نيرت الجابر بن سمرة يا الله بيبيز وزهم الله المسنجر صلى الله عليه وسلم came out to us once and said why do you not draw yourselves up in rows as the angels do before their Lord we ask O Messenger of Allah how do the angels draw themselves up in rows before their Lord he is the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said they fill each row beginning with the first and they keep close to one another in row the explanation why Sheikh Ibn Al-Aqaymin Rahmatullahi alayhi he said what the meaning is قال الإمام النووي رحمه الله في كتابه رياض الصالحين باب فضل الصف الأول والتراس في الصفوف هذه مسائل متعددة بيّن رحمه الله حكمها بما ساقه من أحاديث إمام النووي رحمة الله عليه In his book Garden of the Righteousness Concerning the virtues of being in the first rank And straighten the rank And completion of the rank He mentions certain ahadith The first one which by Jabir ibn Samura May Allah be pleased with him Which he mentioned that the angels stand in ranks before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As we understand that the angels, they have certain ibadah, certain form of way of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah informed us about them in the Quran, لا يستكبرون عن عبادتي ولا يستح يسبحون الليل والنهار لا يفترون that the angels they are not arrogant or proud to worship Allah neither they stop or cease their worship they glorify Allah by night and day with no stop the Shaykh Rahmatullahi Alayhi said, Reflect on the statement, يُسَبِّحُونَ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ They glorify by night, they glorify Allah by night and day. He did not say they glorify Him during hours of the He did not say glorify him in some hours of the night and the day, but he said they glorify his name night and day. That means they will take the whole time glorifying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, non-stop. As Allah said, وَإِنَّا لَنَحْنُ الصَّافُونَ وَإِنَّا لَنَحْنُ الْمُسَبِّحُونَ That we are the ones who stand in rank before Allah and we are the ones who glorify Allah's name. How they stand in rank? The Prophet ﷺ explained by saying يُكَمِّلُونَ الْأَوَّلَ فَالْأَوَّلَ وَيَتَرَاسُونَ That means they complete the first rank first and after this is the second and they straight the rank. Therefore, if we stand 
in rank before Allah in our prayer, we should try to imitate the angels that we need to fill the first ranks first. And after this, the second, the third. This is the manner and the behavior of the angels before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this one of the things which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had recommended. And when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam recommended something for us, we should hasten to do it. That because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam had told us in the hadith which he reported by Abu Hurairah, لو يعلم الناس ما في النداء والصف الأول يعني من الأجر ثم لم يجدوا إلا أن يستهموا عليه لاستهموا that if people know the reward that in the first rank and calling the adhan and they have no means to reach unless they cast lot they will do so if the people have no means to reach to the first rank in salah and the only choice and the only way for them to reach to it by competing with each other by castlating that they will do so and this shows us the great reward that in the first rank and the great reward of creating the ranks this is three issues here every person has to pay attention to it number one we are not supposed to start a rank before filling the first and the one before number two that we straighten our ranks by having heel to heel and shoulder to shoulder so to be straight that because if we did not keep the line straight and tight and close to one another the small shaitan the shaitan they will come between us like the baby goats and they will disturb our prayer but we have to keep something in mind to understand when we're talking about it. That we, when we do this, we do not disturb others. What has been meant by this, that we don't leave a gap. You don't leave a gap between you and your Muslim brother. You don't leave a gap between you and your Muslim sister in the Salah. Number two. We are not supposed to reserve places in the mosque. I.e., we shouldn't put a book or any object to reserve a spot before the prayer in the first thing. As if this place that you own it, and nobody else supposed to occupy. It's so surprising that I heard some of the people in the day of Jum'ah that somebody came early and he sat in a spot in the first rank and nothing was there so the person who usually used to sit in this place he came to him as if he owned it as if he bought it with his own money and he said to him why you are sitting in my place? The man said, I found that spot empty, so I sat here. He said, no, this is my place. Subhanallah. How he can say so? Did he buy it? Indeed, the mosque is belong to Allah. Whosoever comes first and early, he deserves the place more than anybody else. We should avoid these things. I had heard 
This means Sheikh Ibn Uthaymi Rahmatullah Alayhi is saying, I had heard from my Sheikh, Sheikh Abdul Rahman bin Sa'di, may Allah send mercy in his soul. He's saying, in tahajjud haram, to reserve a place in the mosque is forbidden and is not permissible to such a degree. Some of the scholars, they said, a person who reserves a place in the, pray, in, in the prayer hall or in the mosque, his salah is invalid because as if you are took this place by force, as if you are stolen this property. That because you are sitting in a place which you don't deserve it. The Prophet said, if they did not have any means to reach to the first thing, other than cast lotting, they will do so. That means you need to go early. You need to be there physically, not to reserve it by putting a book or leaving your shirt or something or your turban. And after this, whenever you reach, you will you remove the book and sit. In addition to this, this will make the people slow, dragging their feet towards the good and the blessings. Because he already know that his place is reserved, so he's not going to go to the salah. He's not going to go to attend the salah early, but he will go little bit before the salah because he know that the place is reserved for him. The most important thing, may Allah bless you all to understand what been meant by the statement of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. I.e., if the people recognize and get to know the reward of making a dan and being in the first rank, that means to go physically by your own self. It's no problem if a person already went to the mosque and he wants to go back in the back of the mosque to recite Quran or to make salah or to stretch or to sleep. It's okay because there's no harm to, to, pray, to sleep in the mosque. But the most important thing to go to your spot in the first rank before somebody else and not to be stepping over the people to reach there. As this man who came late and started jumping over the people's shoulder to go to the first rank and the Prophet ﷺ told him, Ijlis فَقَدْ آذَيْتَهُمْ Sit down, indeed you have disturbed others. The second hadith in our chapter, insha'Allah, which a hadith Abu Hurairah, may Allah be pleased with him, where he said, قَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهُ وَسَلَّمُ خَيْرُ صُفُوفِ الرِّجَالِ أَوَّلُهَا وَشَرُّهَا آخِرُهَا وَخَيْرُ صُفُوفِ النِّسَاءِ آخِرُهَا وَشَرُّهَا أَوَّلُهَا رواه مسلم ناريتت أبو هريرة May Allah be pleased with him The Prophet of Allah صلى الله عليه وسلم is saying what the meaning is The best of the men's road in Salah is the first row and the worst is the last but the best of the women's robe is the last, last, and the worst of their robe is the first. In the collection of the Imam Muslim, rahmatullahi alayhi.
before we get to this hadith explanation there is a note here where is the sheikh rahmatullah said this is shows the permissible of cast lotting with each other in the good deed as example if two people debating with each other each one of them want to cause the event there is no a person who had been appointed for this mass to cause the event therefore both of them now are equal so in this case how we solve this problem now we're going to cast lot we're going to say to them choose head or tail it's so strange that he found some Muslims, as example, they be in a journey, or be together someplace, and the time for Adhan comes, and after this, one of them said to the other, why you don't call the Adhan? The other person, no, you go ahead, you call it. He said, no, 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 what about you so and so? Subhanallah. If these people know how much reward they're missing, do you know that anything you hear your voice? Tree, stones, rocks, mountains, anything will hear your voice. It will come in the day of a judgment to be witness for you. We beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala of his goodness and make us among those who compete with each other towards the good deed. Indeed, Allah is able to do all things. The next hadith, which is hadith Abu Hurairah radiallahu an, concerning the ranks of the prayer. And he said that the best rank for men are the first. The worst rank of the men are the latter, the last. The best one for women are the first and the words are the best for the women the words for the women excuse me are the first and the best for the women are the latter the last that's because the ranks of women comes to be after men. And this is the sunnah. This is the practice of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi So, the first rank for women, the first rank for women would be more closer to men. So, this is the reason became the worst. And the last ranks for women would be the farther away from men. The same thing for men. If the men go to the front, this will be better for them. And if they go to the part, the latter part, they will be more closer to the women. And this will be the worst for men. And as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, لا يزال قوم يتأخرون حتى يؤخرهم الله This is so serious because the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is telling us in this hadith some people keep in delating themselves until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will delate them Subhanallah Really you notice if iman keep himself away from the first rank or the second or the third Allah will put in his heart the love of being late in every other good deed we ask Allah his protection and this was the prophet is saying some people keep dragging their feet until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will keep them behind Therefore, my dear respected brothers, you need to come 
more closer to the Imam in the first ranks, you get such a great reward. And the sisters, you need to go to the latter and the last, because this is the best. The more that you be a distance from men is the best for you. Unless they are praying in a separate, in, in a segregation, in a place by themselves, not in the same mosque, not in the same prayer hall. Now if they praying in a place by themselves, the best ranks for women will be the first. And the words will be the latter. That because they are already away from the Imam. Because they are away from the men. Excuse me. After this, we understand the necessity of being competing with each other. It was being in the first rank and competing with each other towards the Adhan. And if there is a brothers, they need to try to be closer to the Imam as much as possible. And if there is women in the mosque, they need to stay a distance from men as much as possible. Then a hadith, which hadith Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, Related Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, when Allah is Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, we see Abu Sa'id al-Khudri, Abu Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, narrated that the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam aqal, kana rasqa. Least your hearts should suffer from discord. Let those of you who are mature, those who are mature and broadened, be near to me, and then those who are next to them. وعن أنس رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم سووا صفوفكم فإن تسوية الصف من تمام الصلاة متفق عليه وفي رواية البخاري فإن تسوية الصفوف من إقامة الصلاة نارتب أنس من الله ببليزهم the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, keep your rose straight during the salah in congregation, for keeping the rose straight is part of the perfection of the salah. Hadith 1088 وعنه قال الصلاه فأقبل علينا رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم بوجهه فقال أقيموا صفوفكم وتراسوا فإني أراكم من وراء ظهري رواه البخاري بلفظه ومسلم وفي رواية للبخاري وكان أحدنا يرزق يرزق منكبه بمنكب صاحبه وقدمه بقدمه نريد أن اسمي الله ببليزهم when the إقامة had been announced 
Allah Messenger sallallahu aleyhi ve sellem turn his face towards us and said make your rose straight and stand close together for I can see you from behind my back. وعن النعمان بن بشير رضي الله عنهما قال سمعت رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم يقول لا تسوون صفوفكم أو لا يخالفن الله بين وجوهكم متفق عليه نريتب النعمان بن بشير رضي الله عنه I heard Allah's messenger صلى الله عليه وسلم saying straighten your road Otherwise, Allah will create a dissension among you, Bukhari and Muslim. In narration by Muslim, كان يسوي صفوفنا حتى كأنما يسوي بها القداح حتى رأى أن قد عقلنا عقلنا عنه ثم خرج يوما. فقام حتى كاد يكبر فرأى رجلا باديا صدره في الصف فقال عباد الله لا تسون صفوفكم أو لا يخالفن الله بين وجوهكم ناريشن إن مسلم إذا نعمان ابن البشير سيد الله المسجر صلى الله عليه وسلم ديركب أس to keep our road as straight as ours. He continued straightening his He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam continued stressing, stressing this until we realized that we had learned it from him. One day he came into the mosque and stood up. He was just about to say takbir. When we noticed a man, when he noticed a man whose chest was rejected from the row. So he said, O slaves of Allah, you must straighten your rows or Allah will Certainly, put your faces in opposite direction. Sheikh Ibn Uthameen, rahmatullahi alayhi, explain this group of ahadith by saying, the previous ahadith are the completion of chapter concerning straightening the line and the importance of keeping the line straight during the prayer which is the first one with hadith Abu Hurairah may Allah be pleased with him the Prophet ﷺ used to go from one side to one side to keep the line straight and the Prophet ﷺ informs the Sahaba that he can see them from behind his back. And this one of the speciality of the Prophet ﷺ in this case only. I.e. he only can see them although that his back is turned to them only during the Salah, not in other time. And the Prophet ﷺ had informed them in the hadith which reported by An-Nu'man ibn Bashir that if they did not straighten the line and keep it straight, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will put their faces in different directions.
some of the scholars, they understood this to be Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish them by making their first, their faces to the back of them. That means their necks will be turned to the back to be a form of punishment for not paying attention of straightening the ranks. While other scholars explain this, that mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala <clears throat> will make us when in a case that we always have dissension, disagreements, we never can have the same opinion. Everybody has his own understanding and his own decision and his own opinion. And Sheikh Ibn Usaymin, Rahmatullahi Alayh, he supported this meaning more than the first one. So the Prophet Sallallahu forbid us to be different with one another. And he said, keep your lines and your ranks straight, otherwise Allah will put your faces in different direction. As we understand, if we have differences in our appearance outside, that will cause differences in the inside. So the disagreement or the not being unified and together from the outside will bring about the disunity in the heart, heart which is inside. And if there is differences between the heart, this will bring about hatred, evil, mischief, we seek Allah his protection. From this we understand and summarize when we talk about straightening the ranks that we need to pay attention to number one, keep the line straight. Not anybody to be out of the line. Therefore, we can see from the action of the Sahaba, may Allah be pleased with them, the companions of the Prophet. They used to stick his feet, but his feet close to his Muslim brother, from the right and the left, as well as the shoulder. And this is, she shows us the mistaken of those people who think that straight in the rank is by opening the legs wide open to touch the other person from the right and the left while the shoulders are distant from one another. Indeed, this is innovation. It's not the sunnah that you touch by the feet only but it's the sunnah that you touch by the feet and the shoulder. Number two, what does it mean to have lines straight? That we did not start a second line unless the first line is completed. Neither we go to the third line unless the second line is completed and full and etc. Number three, if there is men and women together, that the best strengths for men are the first, and the words are the latter, and the opposite for the women. Number four, filling the gaps, not to leave any rooms for the shaitan, Entering between the people who's making salah. 
And this one of the trials that Allah had made it for people, son of Adam, that he allowed the shayateen to enter between them whenever they have a space, empty space between them in the rank. And the shayateen will start to disturb them in the prayer. Number five, if there are three people or more in Salah, one of them will be in the front as the Imam. Doesn't matter what is the age, if they are young or old, mature or not, reach the age of puberty or not, one person will be in the front as the Imam and the rest will be behind him. And this been confirmed from the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he did this in Salat al-Nafl, optional prayer. And as we understand the ruling of Salah, optional is the same as obligatory Salah. Unless there is other statement will come to show us it has to be something else. Hadith 109. 1090 1991 ولينوا بأيدي إخوانكم ولا تذروا فروجات للشيطان ومن وصل صفا وصله الله ومن قطع صفا قطعه الله رواه أبو داود بإسناد صحيح ماركت ابن عمر مي الله بإبليس وزهم that Allah's Messenger وسلم, said, Arrange the rows in order, stand shoulder to shoulder, close the gaps. Be accommodating to your brother, and do not leave gaps for shaitan. Whosoever joins up a row, he will be joined to Allah, i.e. to Allah's mercy. And whosoever cuts off a row, he will be cut off from Allah, i.e. from his mercy. 1092 وقاربوا بينها وحاذوا بالأعناق فوالذي نفسي بيده إني لأرى الشيطان يدخل من خلال الصف كأنها الحذ حديث صحيح نريتك أنا اسمي الله بإبليس وذهم الله اسمتنا صلى الله عليه وسلم سيد Stand close together in your road. Keep near, keep nearer to one another. And put your necks in line. For by him in whose hands is my soul, I see Satan entering through the opening in the row like a hadith, i.e. type of a small black sheep found in human. Again, Shaykh Ibn Uthameen, Rahmatullah alayhi said, this is the completion of this chapter, related to the excellency of the first rank, and the necessity of keeping the line straight.
The first one concerning the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Wiping the Sahaba and touching their shoulders and even them together and telling them don't be different from one another. The Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam with his honorable hand maintaining the straightening of the ranks and this was his habit. In the time of Umar ibn al-Khattab, may Allah be pleased with him, the Muslim community became larger as well as the time of Uthman to such a degree that the Khalifa put a deputy among the men to make sure that the ranks are straightened. And when they finish, they will come to the Imam and inform him that ranks are straight, completed. Upon that, the Imam, the Khalifa will say, Allahu Akbar, and start the Salah. And this shows us how the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, as well as the Khulafa, the guided righted Khalifa, they used to be concerned about straightening the ranks and not to leave any gaps for the shaitan. So the salah can be perfect and can be complete because indeed straightening the rank is part of the perfection of the salah. وعنه رضي الله عنه أن رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم اثنين أنس رضي الله عنه سيد الرسول صلى الله عليه وسلم اثنين أتم الصف المقدم ثم الذي يلي فما كان من نقص فليكن في الصف المؤخر المؤخر رواه أبو داود نارتد أنس من الله ببلدهم that the Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, the first row, fill and complete the first row, then the one next to it. And if there is any deficiency in completion or completeness, it should be in the last row. So this is again teaching us about the proper way of straightening the rank and perfecting our rank. That we complete the first rank before we go and start the second rank. We go and fill and complete the second rank before starting a new rank, the third one. And if a shortness the shortness have to be in the last rank, not in the first, not in the second, but in the last one. The last hadith, insha'Allah, in our chapter, which is hadith al-Bara, Ibn Azib, radiyallahu an, kunna idha sallayna khalfa rasulillahi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ahbabna an nakuna ayyamini, يقبل علينا بوجهه فسمعته يقول ربقني عذابك يوم تبعث أو تجمع عبادك رواه مسلم ما يريدت البراء من الله بإبليز بهم whenever we offer salah behind the prophet Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم we like to be on his right side so that his face might turn towards us at the end of the salam. One day I heard Allah's Messenger sallallahu alayhi wa sallam supplicating, O oh my Lord, shield me from your torment on the day when you will gather or resurrect your slaves. This, insha'Allah, Hopefully, that the speaker, as well as the listener, have benefited something from the shutter. We try, insha'Allah, to strengthen.
our ranks and keep it tight, close to one another, what applies to the brothers, applies to the sisters, when they are in congregation prayer. And we have to understand the importance of straightening the ranks, and the importance of keeping our love and unity, because if we are could not straighten our ranks, this will cause dissension and disagreement among the, ourselves, in our families, in our communities, in our society. With this, insha'Allah, we come to end this chapter for today. I beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgiveness for me and you, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala reward us for this little sacrifice, speaking or listening or learning, and that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala help us to put it in action and teach it to others, insha'Allah. With this, I come to end, and if anybody has a question related to the chapter, you're more than welcome to present it. If not, insha'Allah, we leave it for other time. Jazakumullahu khayran. Subhanakallahumma wa bihamdik. Nashhadu an la ilaha illa ant. In conclusion, we ask Allah that He brings you benefit through this lecture. For more information, you may contact us through the following address. The Islamic Propagation Office, Rabwa, P.O. Box 29465, Riyal 11457, Saudi Arabia. Phone 445-4900, also 491-6065. Fax 497-0126. If you would like to listen to more beneficial lectures, feel free to visit our website at www.islamhouse.com. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.